Business plans are stupid. Any successful person will tell you business plans are dumb. I hate business plans because as soon as you turn that calendar over, your business plan is moot. Congratulations, you got the job. Tweet Talk, episode 104. Are we on the Tweet sugar? Talk, what it sounds like to be the best. This is a Black Wealth Podcast. Build wealth, invest, own, and close the wealth gap. It's time to break down these financial concepts with your host, Mr. Todd Meganer himself, Charles Oglesby, and Raphael Husband. Episode Justin Herbert. Back again, dissecting tweets and talking about building black wealth. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Tweet Talk Pod, P O D. Follow myself, Raphael, at Work Money Life on Twitter. Well, my co-host Charles, aka Todd Millionaire at Real Todd Billion on Twitter. We are here, folks. And you can also text me at 909-403-4063. Shoot the word checklist so that you can get your free options checklist, or just text Millie to subscribe to the community. We already got 113 people. It's only been a day. 113 people. I'm shooting out the gyms. I'm sharing the game. You guys are also going to get updates when we drop new episodes, when we drop new podcasts. It's really cool what we're able to do, but you got to execute. I got that idea from uh, King Ashley Ann. She was like, she gave her presentation. She was like, text uh, something, some word to 313131. I was like, I need to get on that level. Everybody up there is telling people to text them. And so I sh- I'm doing that from now on. Text 909 403 4063. I can remember that, right? 403-4063. It's like the same number, just with the six in between. 403-4063. Area code 909. Text me. I'm going to put that on a shirt. Like Mike Jones. Right. Oh, Mike Jones. Remember him? Mike Jones. Yep. His number was 281-330-8004. I only know that because that wasn't a game we just played over the weekend. Man, it's crazy because he was definitely ahead of his time. And he was giving out his real phone number. Yeah. So he said people were impersonating him. <laughs> In the Speaking clubs. of the weekend, we had a really cool uh, birthday party for my wife. I coordinated the whole thing with the help of my virtual assistant and my in-laws and my mom. It was all a, co- a collaborative event. So, like, don't just think it was just me who did all that. I might have funded it all, but I didn't. Put it all together. I coordinated the balloon lady. You know, there's a lot going on. My mm. wife even had some input, but it came together really well, and I'm proud of myself. Yeah, but so I started off with that. Like you, you had a tweet where you said, "I never doubt me. I just let other people's doubts get inside of me sometimes." Yeah. Um, for some reason, you know, folks be doubting your boy, man. Despite all the things that I've done and overcome. People still be done me. I get a little bit less doubt now, but for a lot, a lot of my life, it's just always been people like if I say I'm gonna do something, they always like question it. But anything I've ever said I was gonna do, I've done. Um, I know I remember when I wanted an electric car, and I was like, I'm gonna get an electric car. I'm gonna get a Beamer or a Lexus, and I got my my Lexus, and I was like, yeah, I got my Lexus. It was a dope feeling. Walked in there, put down whatever I put down, and I was driving my Lexus. I felt like the man. I felt like the man when I walked through. Um, Talking about buying homes in Detroit, making that work. Talked about buying a truck. Talked about maybe even vending machines. Everything I've ever said I wanted to do, I've done. 
But the thing is, is like a lot of folks, they're going to put doubts inside of you. They're going to sow, sow seeds of doubt inside of you. I don't know why they do it, but I think a lot of it has to do with their own insecurities and their own shortcomings. And you can't let that get inside of you. It's like that quote where they talk about how like the ship doesn't sink because it's surrounded by water. It sinks when it lets the water get inside of them. And so my goal is to not let those doubts get inside of me, but just to continue to perform, take action and just become the best me that I can be. Because me is kind of dope. My golf clubs are in my office and that's why I haven't played golf in a long time because I don't see them. Like if they were in my trunk, I'd be playing golf. I got to take these out of this office. (laughs) Never doubt you, man. So you also had a tweet where you said, if the gems aren't for you, then they just aren't for you. But someone is going to get inspired. I was listening to, I was on the morning meetup and he said something very profound. He said something along the lines of like, you have to kind of have tweets that are polarizing because you have to take a stance. People respect people who take a stance. There's a lot of people on the internet who just kind of go with the flow. Whatever the current theme is, that's what they're talking about. And they ain't got no followers. You wonder why they don't have any followers? Because they haven't taken a stance. People might not like what I got to say, but they know I'm going to say it and they know I'm going to say it consistently. And being polarizing, taking a stance also leads you to consistency. You cannot build a brand if you're not consistent. People listen to this podcast because they know my opinion is going to be different, but it's going to be consistently different. And it's going to open your mind. It's going to make you think about things differently. And so I thought that was just really cool because it's something I've always done. I just didn't know that I was doing it for that reason. One of the things about the morning meetup is there's this guy in there named Jose, black guy, Spanish name. And he has studied these things and he's broken them down into a science in terms of brand building, course creation, all these different things. He's literally like broken it down, like things that I've never even thought of that I do already, but he's broken it down. He talks about this one concept of like having your content buckets. And so you have different things you're going to post on. So Rafael, yours might be black billionaires. That's one bucket. Anything that comes across your desk that's Black Billionaires, content. It has to hit the Tweet Talk podcast time loan. Another might be Black Banks. Anything related to Black Banks, merging, finance, fintech, apps, supporting Black Banks, anything that's content related, you're either going to create it or repurpose it. And the last thing might be podcast related. Anything related to the power of a podcast, why podcasts are important. That's your content, what he calls a bucket. And I never thought about that, but I know I've always had buckets for me. Real estate investing, stock market investing, for the most part, investing in general. Those are things that I'm going to post on a stock market. Those are things I'm going to post on. And he's broken it down into a science. And so that's why being a part of these things is very important. I know people who hopped in, they heard Henry speak last night in the mastermind, got a ton of value. Anybody who heard, um, forget her name, but the business plan ladies speak, I know they got a ton of value. Anybody who comes and speaks and listens to Roxana tomorrow is going to get a ton of value. You got to be in the in the room. And so my point is multiple points. The first thing is, yes, you got to stand on something, but also you got to be in spaces where you can be learning these different things. And it's also just kind of crazy that somebody really has studied this stuff down to a science and they just know so much about this stuff that I'm participating in, but I never really broke down that detail. Yeah. Now, you also said now recently you started doing some speaking, uh, a fair amount of speaking recently. And you, you said speaking in public is like creating courses and content. I'm not on stage to speak to the small percentage of people at or above my level. I'm there to speak to the people that aren't there yet and aspire to be. Yeah. Um, when you when you first start out speaking, you think that you have to be the best speaker that ever existed. You think you got to be better than E.T. You think you got to be better than Ashley. And you think you have to be better than all these people. But another, you don't have to be. You got to be better than the person that's sitting there in the audience. 
And interestingly enough, usually, usually people are in the audience because they don't have the confidence to even get on stage. So just by you having the confidence to get up there, they're already putting you on a plateau. And what I what I realized is I realized that because of the feedback that I was getting, people are like sending me DMs, they're making comments. It's expanding my brand. It makes me look more polished, more professional. It takes me to a whole nother level to be in that space. We can all sit behind a computer and tap things. But when you get in front of a crowd, you kind of become like godly. I don't mean to say it like in that regard, but you kind of become that because what do they say? Like public speaking is one of people's biggest fears. They'd rather die rather than speak that, publicly. Yeah. Number one is if you're public speaking. Number two is death. The, the joke is that people some people would rather be in the ca- the casket than be given the eulogy at the funeral. Right, right. And so when and, and the thing about it is you become better the more you do. It. You become more comfortable, and you also start to realize things. Like I realized, I realized based off of the feedback that I was getting that most of these folks they aspire to be there. They're not there, and if they are there, they're on the stage. But another thing is, I'm noticing that the people that I'm speaking with are implementing what I'm doing, and so I've noticed that the people who I'm going on tour with, they might be listening to this, they're implementing things that I've done. And like that gives you confidence as well, because we don't all have a monopoly on everything. I've copied things that they've done. We all are copying each other. We're rubbing off on each other. But it gives you some self-confidence to know that you add value to this world. You matter. Your opinion matters. Your perspective matters. Your experience matters because it's different than the next person. And that's why they tell a lot of speakers to just tell your story. Nobody has a story like your story, but there is a lesson in your story that somebody can get some value from. And and so I bring that up to get people over the fear of speaking because they might not know more than Mark Monroe, or they might not know more than Terry Egioma, or they might not know more than Aristotle, but you know something, fam, and you know more than the person that's sitting there, and you can make millions and millions of dollars by sharing that. Yeah. Real quick, I, I, I thought it was strange when I, not strange, but when I was in D.C. for the Erica Williams uh, Classic Land Tour, and after you spoke, and then Tim Jackson got up and he's speaking. After hearing Tim Jackson, I was like, did Tim change his speech after, like, Atlanta? Because I felt like what I I, I, ha- I never used to follow him heavily before I saw him that day, but I always know of him. But what I know of him was a, he's a real estate guy. His speech was not really about real estate. He was talking about stop being afraid, start your business, be you. And I kind of felt like there's like everything like kind of like supporting your speech. Mm. You were talking about bringing your value to the world. And I felt like Tim just like hammered it home. And I was wondering, like, did he like change his speech up after he heard you in Atlanta? I don't know. It's a good question. I know um, he sent me a message today when I launched my text campaign and he was like, hey, who are you using for your uh, your text campaign? And so I shot him who I was using because I got to make sure I don't I don't want to be that dude who's like, ah, don't worry about that, man. <laughs> it's my connects. So I definitely made sure I plugged him. But it's interesting because and this is honestly, I think a mistake that I might have made is I never really listened to people's speeches. I kind of just go up there and do my thing. And so Last time I actually listened to Andre's and I feel like a mistake that I made is I got out of my zone and I kind of tried to not contradict Andre mm. because I wanted to kind of like float on top of what he was saying. And so maybe that's what Tim was doing is like he didn't want to contradict what I was saying. He kind of wanted to support it, maybe if, even if it's just subconscious, subconsciously. But interestingly enough, they flipped up the order. So when I went in, when I went in Atlanta, I actually went second to last. When I went in DC, I went right after Andre, who was first. So we'll see what happens when we're in Florida. 
in about two weeks. I'm actually looking forward to it. It's fun, man. It's fun traveling on somebody else's dime. You just got to just, <laughs> the hotel is taken care of, the flight is taken care of. All I got to worry about is the car, man. That's fun. Mm. And as far as speaking goes, it was interesting. I feel like I'm hearing a lot of it's like speaking, speaking, speaking. Maybe where I accelerate 180 and um, the lady Amber Aziza, her speech was on how to become a paid speaker. And she was saying, you guys should all become speakers. Like you should all, and you should all be paid for it. And like, maybe you've never given a speech and maybe you think you, you can't become a paid speaker, but you all have a story. And I was sitting there like, man, the way she broke it down, the way she said it, it was like, man, I'm about to become a paid speaker, man. And the funny thing is that as soon as we got back from, as soon as I got back from Arkansas, Somebody hit me up. Somebody that I kind of know, like not personally, but I know them from social media, reached out to me about speaking. They weren't at the conference. They, I don't know what made them reach out to me, but all of a sudden they reached out to me and asked about both. They asked about both of us, but they reached out to me about speaking to like for uh, her charity. And I was like, wow, this is interesting. And did you say yes, Raphael? I said yes. Yeah. Like, there we yeah, go. I said yes. The book says say yes, man. Say yes to every opportunity. Yeah, man, I said yes, man, definitely. Like, and it, it does set you apart just being courageous enough to get up there. That alone, because it like people that might know more than you that are sitting on on their butt, they're not helping anybody. Right. Somebody gotta help the people. Might as well be you. Might as well be you. Like Charles says, bring your value to the world. Now, I saw a tweet that I thought was really interesting by some guy. I I have I don't even know who this guy is. Jesse Huji looks like an Indian guy. Uh, he got a blue check mark. He said, entrepreneurship and startups are more about action than intelligence. Mm. I was like, yeah. If that ain't the I got a message. I got a message about two days ago from my VA, Bree. You guys all know my VA. And she said something along the lines of she thinks my business needs to be more structured and orderly because I can't grow to bigger levels if that's not the case. And I think she's wrong. I think she's wrong. And I was listening to Eric Thomas and I've always listened to Eric Thomas. And he was like, I'm focused more on um, action than I, he said, I care more about executing an action than I care about structure. A lot of people, structure is that pretty stuff, the logo, the name, the website, all the stuff that looks like business. You don't get muscles because you put on a shirt that's really cool and the cool shorts and the cool shoes. It's like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson walked in the ring. With no socks on, no robe, none of that fancy stuff. And he went in there, he punched you in the mouth. In business, I focus on punching business in the mouth. I care about action. The reason why I fired my contractor is because he just had a whole bunch of words. It's always like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. I'm going to do this on Tuesday. And I'm like, bro, I don't see no work being done. He literally told me he was going to have things done on Tuesday. Things haven't been done. I just got dicked around for 12 weeks. 12 weeks that stuff could have just been getting done instead of just a cool contract and cool little payment plan. Structure is whack. Planning is whack. What matters is what are you doing? What are you producing? What are you putting out there? People put out a screenshot tweet and it'll go viral over somebody's little perfect little pretty picture. I see people, I see a lot of really pretty girls on the internet who I've known my whole life who have no followers. And I'm like, why don't you have no followers? You pretty. Because they don't bring no mother value, they don't bring no value to the world. Mm -hmm. Just being pretty, just being looked at doesn't bring value to the world. What are you teaching people? What are you helping people do? What are they learning from you? Are they just looking at you? Are they just tapping like? I'm, I'm, I'm so many people, Raphael, that I know 
like pretty requires structure. They put a lot of effort into pretty. And there's a lot of people in their business that put a lot of effort into pretty, but they don't put a lot of effort into action. They don't put a lot of effort into doing. They don't put a lot of effort into creating. That pie, that little, the thing that I put out the most, it was like two days ago. It was a very ugly post. I was actually kind of ashamed. It was a tweet talk one where I was talking about a business being able to provide for everybody. It got picked up and reposted by a few different pages and it was ugly. But I was like, you know what? I'd rather do it ugly than not do it at all. There's somebody in the uh, the morning meetup. Her whole brand is do it ugly. There's a lot of people out there who could be doing so much more, but they're just afraid to do it ugly. They're afraid to do it unstructured. You don't, I don't need structure. I need more action. Okay, Okiefa Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Top quality, unique, signature, fresh, trendy. Our shades provide significant UV light protection for eyes, and we have the best customer service around. The freshest and trendiest styles for both men and women. The finest shades to fit your style. Okiefa Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Visit www.okiefashades.com. That's O-K-I-Y-E-F-A Shades.com. Or on IG or Facebook at Okiefa Shades. Or on Twitter at DJ Ebrock. We don't lose because we don't have structure. We lose because I have somebody who posts three times a day and that's it. I need you posting 20 times a day if that's what it takes. I don't need you just being like, oh, I do my three posts. I'm done for the day. I'm going to go ahead and head home. Or yeah, I send my email for the day. I'm No, I send an email, email, I, email. I got to get the job done. It's not just about like, oh, so I, somebody reached out to me and they wanted to do marketing for me. I was like, I need you to do marketing slash sales. And she told me she wanted to create a plan. She's like, I'm very good at planning. What I'm going to do is I'm going to plan out your content. So I'm going to make sure that you do this on this day. I was like, no, I need you in the mud. I need you grinding. I need you getting your face. Through. I need you posting stuff that might not get likes. I need you creating things that might not get likes. I need you in people's face, emailing them, texting them, doing different things. You do not build a multi-billion dollar, million dollar company with a plan. Business plans are stupid. Any successful person will tell you business plans are dumb. I hate business plans because as soon as you turn that calendar over, your business plan is moot because it's not going to go the way you way you think. And that's why I struggle with creating SOPs because I just be flowing. I never know what's going to happen depending on what's selling, what day, what's not selling, what's going on in the market. I might flip out and say, I'm selling the REIT course today. I'm selling the uh, crisis money course today. I'm selling the book. I'm selling. I don't I never know. And so I need people who just like their goal is take action. Not their goal is three posts a day. And I can go home today. <laughs> cut my check. No, post, post, post. You, they read the book, damn it. Post, 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 advertise, advertise, promote, promote, promote. I don't need one email. I don't just need the pretty stuff. I don't need the structure. I need us to go get life. Like Drake said, he said, he said something like this lifestyle wasn't handed to me. I had to go take it and going out and taking it is not going to look like just taking two steps forward and just waiting for it to fall in your lap. And a lot of folks are waiting for success to fall in their lap and they're wondering why they don't have it. They're not chasing after it. They're not going out there and taking it. They're not grinding. They're just out there like, you know, I did my little two steps. Where's my success now? And I did that for a very long time. I honestly, I probably did that until I had a son. When I had a son, I knew I had to go out there and take it. I knew I had to go out there and get it. I know like I had no choice. Yeah, man. I, I, like you said, man, doing it ugly. Like It's funny because I, I look at like bigger pages. I see all these Instagram pages like, even yours sometimes is like, you know, you got graphics guy creating some graphics. And then I'm like, I'm like, I got to post something. And I post like a screenshot of a tweet. And then I get this engagement. I'm like, man, I thought it was, I thought it was something cool, but I didn't expect to get this sort of engagement of a damn tweet on Instagram. Like the tweet didn't even get that much 
engagement on Twitter, but it got more on Instagram. And I know when you when you post, 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 and you take action, it like it doesn't always take root right away. But when you take a lot of action around the same time, that is like people are liking the first one and then rushing the second one, and it, it circles back. The first one starts kicking in, the second one starts kicking in, the third one is like when you got the stuff out there, it might not hit hard right away or uh, one time, but because you have multiple things going on, it adds up. So it's like, you got to take action, take action, take action. You never know what's going to hit. And one thing might hit and people circle back to the other, other stuff that didn't hit big in the first place. But they, they go and see that you have other stuff. Say, oh, I like this thing. I like this information you put out. Go back and say, oh, you got more information on that. You got more information on that. That's why, like tonight, you, you said that uh, we weren't going to have a, a mastermind call. Last night you said we weren't going to have a mastermind call tonight. As soon as we go off the call, I hit Lacey up. I said, okay, Charles says there's no call tomorrow. We're going live. I'm talking HSAs. She's like, all right. I said, what are we going to talk about? What's the topic? We went live last week. We got to something different. What's the topic? We said it. Then we went, we flowed. We made a flyer, put it out, and we went live when we said we was going live. And I don't even know how many people show up, 12. But when people come to the page and they see that one, and then they go back and see the one from last week and all the other stuff, it's like, then you get people start binge watching. Then it's that sooner or later they start buying. It's like right before you hit me up tonight, I was watching Ken Ashley Ann on live talking about how to do panel conferences. And she was talking about how like people say, you got people gotta see you, people gotta see you or see your stuff seven like at least seven times before they interact with it. Like before they buy before they click on it. Forget about buying, before they even click on it. So you gotta keep going, keep going, keep going, keep showing up and there's even if there's one person shows up, talk to them, nobody shows up, you got to add like a like hundred showed up or whatever. Like, and just keep going. Have the content there. One of the most frustrating things that I experience is like people will pop up and they want to like get to year four, Todd Capital, Todd Billy, without going through the years one through three. And I realized, and I've been laying the foundation for years, years, posting, going live, creating videos, sharing other people, other people's content for years. And so it's like, that's the expectation of anybody who steps into this space is to lay the foundation. You got, you got some work to do. You don't get to just be 18 years old because you said you're 18. Like, nah, you got to go through 18 years of living. And then you get to be 18 years old. You got to go through four years of building. And then you get to be four years old. And maybe you might catch fire sooner. But you still got to have that focus. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. For some reason, Nipsey Hustle passed. People forgot that piece. They just started thinking we sprinted again. Like, nah, same principles apply. He's just not here anymore. Hmm. All right, man. Uh, Take action, take action, take action. And build that foundation, like you said. And I was listening to it. I was listening to her, and she said, when she said that, like they gotta see you seven times. And I started thinking to myself about certain things that I haven't promoted that hard. It's like, did I promote that thing seven times? Yeah, I don't know if I've promoted that seven times. Maybe that's why I'm not getting the sales. I would like to. I mean, I already know I wasn't promoting hard enough. But it's like obviously people haven't seen that seven times yet. So you be over here promoting once a week, man. Right. And you gotta be promoting every day. Like you should do a job once a week. I wish I could, but then but you don't, because if you did, you wouldn't get paid. So you got to show up to your business. It's often you show up to your job or more. Right. Folks be over here doing 40 hours a week or more on the job and one and half ass show up to their business. Like, oh, yeah, business. Uh, here's a post. Hopefully I can get rich. No, <laughs> the same that my life. I'm telling you, my life changed. And the reason why it changed is because I didn't have my job stealing all my time when they had us working from home and I was able to kind of like put effort into my business without people looking over my shoulder, seeing me texting and seeing me on my phone. It, it took off. It took off. Now I'm very lazy, but back then it took <laughs> off. 
Yeah, you gotta promote like you hear on fire people. Get that um make a million while you're young ebook from my man Charles. Link is in will be in the show notes. Gotta take Ashley. I mean like King Ashley and she promotes like crazy. Like she's Char- as fuck. Charles, she already sold out for the diamond tickets for next year's conference. She won't be playing, man. She already sold out the di- those tickets. Were, I don't know where she gets the energy from. <laughs> those tickets are quote unquote on sale for four thousand the pop. So you think your sneakers look good, huh? Check this out. <laughs> Even the most exclusive sneakers once purchased look identical to everybody else's sneakers. Can I get a holla holla? So how do you take your boring regular sneakers and convert them to unique dynamic sneakers that will stand out? Yo, that answer is easy. You need to g- g- get laced with Get Laced Shoelaces. Yes, yeah, Get Laced is a lifestyle shoelace retailer dedicated to inspiring customers through a unique combination of products, creativity, and cultural understanding. We just want you to upgrade your sneakers. So get laced. Visit GetLacedLaces.com or check us out on Instagram at GetLaced.com underscore upgrade your sneakers with a black owned business that provides international shipping wholesale custom and fundraising options upgrade them sneakers baby he's a genius man. get yours today at getlacelaces.com premium sneakers need premium laces i'm actually kind of mad i didn't buy that package i should have bought that package because if you think of what i got because i bought her course and i bought the ticket i was like i should have bought the vi diamond I could have gone to her house, been working with her hand in hand. And now she's she's building a huge house. I saw it on huge house. Life. Huge. That thing is nice. Funny thing is, she man, I knew about she she got stung by the the the, the yellow jacket and almost died, but she also had like a huge surgery right after that for something different. Huge surgery that say you would never have kids or whatever, like huge surgery. And she came out there on a scooter because the conference was going on and she was not gonna miss her conference. She came out there on a scooter, full energy, dancing, doing everything, promoting, pushing hard, pouring into people. Not just selling. She wasn't. In fact, when she was on stage, she wasn't really selling that hard. She wasn't really, really selling. She was just pouring into people, and she wasn't even on stage that much speaking. It was more like other speakers. But she put in. A, you would never know she was sick, except for the times you saw her on the scooter. But so don't expect for your business to free you from your job when you're not putting in that effort, like Charles is saying. And you said we weren't pro business ownership because it would replace job income. We were pro business because it would destroy job income. A business can generate a lifetime of income in one year. Um, man. And there's so much that goes into this. I'm going to try to make sure I hit everything. Um, a lot of people get on this website called Twitter and they say things like, stop bashing nine to fives, dude. Everybody needs nine to five. And there's people out there working nine to fives that make good money. And then I saw Jay Johnson, Jeremy Johnson. He made a comment. He was saying that you can't necessarily make the statement that biz, like business is about equality because you can never get true equality if you work for the people who own things, whether it's voluntarily or involuntarily. Slavery was involuntary. A job is voluntary. My thing is that folks have a wealth gap and we all get on this app and we talk about the wealth gap or we talk about the wage gap or we talk about poverty or we talk about all these different things. And nobody ever wants to like just do business. Like even if you have a job, you're still in business. You just aren't getting like the bulk of the actual upside. Somebody else is capturing the upside because you chose security over the upside. (laughs) And a lot of times that insecurity is going to push you to get the upside. And so my thing is, is like we as a community have to stop equating a job with business. Like people think it's either or just because you have time, you could work for somebody else. 
and you can work for yourself and they both generate income. It's not the same. It's not the same. Um, there's a few reasons. When I first read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I knew I wanted to go into entrepreneurship for a few reasons. And neither of them was to not have to work a job. They were to get very, very wealthy because I knew that a business is how you generate unlimited income. Unlimited, meaning that, you know, if you work a job, you show up, you get your $200. Here's your $200. But I've had days where I've made crazy money. Today, I made $10,000 in the stock market today. I never, there ain't a job that pays a black man that doesn't throw a football $10,000 a day. There's not one Name one. Oh. Business and investing does, and it does it every day, whether you black, white, Puerto Rican, or Asian, because the stock market does not care. And that's the thing is you can't equate the two. I, I'm telling you, you have a hard time getting a job to pay you $10,000 a month, let alone $10,000 a day. They just don't pay black people like that. And we got to stop living in fantasy land. We got to start living in real land. Mm. Statistically, they ain't paying folks that much money. It's by design. And if you let them determine how much they're going to pay you, they're not going to pay you enough to take care of your family. They're just not. You can be out there struggling, mad, angry, voting, hoping that Joe Biden's going to do it for you. And he's not going to do it for you because he's never planned on doing anything for you. Honestly, I think Joe Biden hates black people. I think he's always hated black people. And his track record demonstrates that he does. His actual track record demonstrates that he hates black people. Not that he hates a certain segment of black people. He hates black people in general. And people don't see it because they don't choose to because the media doesn't really show you that. So anyway. I sell that to say that um, we have to stop thinking that it's either or. We have to stop thinking that you go into business to make job money because I know people and I've seen it. I've seen people who have made Terry E. Jordan a million dollars in a day. Name a job that pays a black person a million dollars in a day that doesn't throw football. Name one. It doesn't exist, but it happens every day to all my friends that have their own businesses. The reason why you see black people happy, living well, wearing Rolexes, driving well. It's not because they got good jobs. It's because they have a business. Even the folks with good jobs still are out there investing because you can't really live well, even with a good job, man. A good job still ain't going like, honestly, that's the reason why I'm not pro good job, because I see my parents. My parents have gotten good jobs and they still left stuff on the table. They still couldn't live completely how they wanted to live. They still couldn't go to charger football games like I do. They still couldn't drive that big Lexus like they wanted to. They still couldn't get the Tesla they wanted to. They still couldn't get the house in the area that they wanted to. And they busted their face off and got good jobs, paying them good salaries. And so my thinking is like, that ain't the goal. I got to go further. I literally knew that can't be the goal because I've seen what happens when you get it. There's people on the timeline who might be making some good money, but they don't got no kids. And once you start factoring kids in, and I never wanted to be one of those people who was like, I was living good and then I had them kids or I could live good if I had kids. No, I want to live good and have kids. I want my kids to have stuff and I want to have stuff too. I want my wife to have stuff and I want to have stuff too. I don't want it to be either or. And when you have a job, it's a big trade-off where it's like, yeah, we got one nice car and I'm going to just drive this little hoopty. No, we both got whips. I don't believe in trade-offs. What people who do not believe in trade-offs, they believe in all the above. I'm going to get all the, I'm going to live in the nice house and have the nice car. There's no trade-offs. I have the nice clothes and have the nice watch. There's no trade-offs. We're going to take night trips and we're going to eat in nice restaurants. There's no trade-offs. And you got to grow and you're going to get there through entrepreneurship. You're never going to get it through a job. You never get it through a job. No trade-off, folks. And on that note, we're going to close this out. So just think about that. No trade-offs. Even if you got a good job, you still got so got to supplement that with investing in ownership and your own business on the side. Like job alone won't, won't cut it. In fact, I saw the I saw this story about this guy, the type Latavius Murray. 
got cut by the New Orleans Saints hours before his con his three billion dollar contract was about to be guaranteed. Hours before because they asked him to take a pay cut and he refused and they cut him. Hours before it was really guaranteed. Now he's out on the street looking for a job. I'm sure he probably has one by now, but still, it's a concept that could happen to you too. And you and you're not even giving up a three million dollars contract. So just think about that. So definitely be sure to follow us on Twitter at Tweet Talk Pod. That's P O D. Follow myself Rafael at Work Money Life. Follow Charles, aka Todd Millionaire, at Real Todd Billion. Follow us on Instagram at Tweet Talk Podcast. Follow Charles on Instagram at Todd Billion and also at Todd.Capital. And I'd like to leave you guys with one last thought from friend of the show, Coach Michelle Welch, where she posted something that said, stop taking, quote unquote, constructive criticism from people who haven't constructed anything. For episode 104 of Tweet Talk, the Black Web Podcast. Your hosts, Raphael and Charles, we are out. Yeah, yeah. Yes, this is Donald, the voice, the official podcast editor and producer of the Tweet Talk podcast, featuring, of course, Charles Oglesby and the man, Raphael Husbands. And look, man, if you just listen to this episode, then you know exactly what I'm capable of. You know my swag. You know what I can do. And so, without any further ado, I kind of want to give you a special offer for Tweet Talk podcast episode listeners. And here's what it is head on over to DonaldTheVoice.com. And if you have podcasts or video editing needs, let's talk. And of course, I'm giving you a real, real nice deal. But you have to mention that you're a Tweet Talk podcast listener. And this offer isn't going to last forever. So if you're on social media or you have a business or you got something going on to where you need somebody to edit and produce your content, come and holler at your boy. And I promise to take care of you, our dedicated listener to the Tweet Talk podcast. Again, head over to DonaldTheVoice.com and hit the contact page and let's have a little conversation. Okay, back to your day, your evening, your morning, whatever's going on. Peace.